Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikbat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. We are located at the corner of Boulevard and Grove, across from the Art Museum. For more information, you can visit our website at tikvatisrael.com. There, you can support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and contact us with any questions or comments. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. Avinu, uh, we thank you for your presence this morning. We pray that your Word would go forth to encourage your people, O God. And in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. So, a man was talking to God and asked, Lord, how long is a million years to you? And God answered, about a second. And then the man said, Lord, how much is a million dollars to you? And the Lord said, about a penny. And the man, thinking he was clever, asked, well then, Lord, can I have a penny? And God said, sure, just a second. Now some may wonder, what's the most important part of comedy? Timing. If you haven't figured it out yet, today's New Covenant Parsha is all about timing. So let's jump in to John chapter 7, verses 1 through 9, and see how this theme plays out, okay? After this, Yeshua traveled around the Galil, intentionally avoiding Yehuda because the Judeans were out to kill him. But the festival of Sukkot in Yehuda was near, so his brother said to him, Leave here and go into Yehuda, that's Judah or Judea, so that your Talmudim, your students, can see the miracles you do. For no one who wants to become known acts in secret. If you're doing these things, show yourself to the world. His brother spoke this way because they had not put their trust in him. Yeshua said to them, my time has not yet come, but for you... Any time is right. The world can't hate you, but it does hate me, because I keep telling it how wicked its ways are. You go on up to the festival. As for me, I'm not going up to this festival now, because the right time for me has not yet come. Having said this, he stayed on in the Galil. So a few things, uh, as we, we can leave it up for a second. Thanks, Robert. A few things uh, we can notice. Remember eudaios? Remember that Greek word? What does that mean? Judeans or Judean leaders. Um, Most translations translate it another way. So most translations in English would say the what? The Jews, right? So uh, frequently you read this, it'll say uh, he was avoiding Judea because the quote-unquote Jews were trying to kill him. Okay, obviously that's not the way that the text was intended to be read. So, um, and you can see here the sense of Judeans is much clearer, right? It's the people in Judea that were trying to kill him. It's like saying he didn't want to go to Ohio because of the Ohioans. I tried to pick a state that I didn't think a lot of people would be from, so I wouldn't offend anyone. Is anyone from Ohio? No? Okay, I'm sorry if you are. Okay, good. All right, we're, we're good. All right. 
So, um, so that's the idea. Second, we also see that it's the festival of what? Sukkot, right? Uh, and that is also the festival of tabernacles. Remember, this is the feast in the fall after Yom Kippur. And what do we do? We build Sukkot, right? We build the booths, and we remember the time in the wilderness when God took care of us. Also, it's a harvest and rain festival, and it's a pilgrimage festival, meaning that all of the Jews would be going up to Judea, and uh, the center would be Jerusalem, okay? The ESV Study Bible has this note, which I think is helpful. Quote, the Jewish festival, the Jewish Feast of Booths, also called Tabernacles, was celebrated in September and October, two months prior to the Feast of Dedication. It is called, which is Hanukkah, it is called the Feast of Booths because people lived in leafy shelters to remember God's faithfulness to Israel during her wilderness wanderings. It was also a time of celebration and thanksgiving for the harvest, unquote. Mm-mm. Yeah, thanks, Robert. So that's a pretty good summary, um, but uh, they only made one mistake that I could catch. Actually, it's uh, three mistakes of the same kind. Did you catch anything in there? Did you hear anything? <clears throat> well, again, it all goes back to timing. That's right, timing. All their verbs are in the wrong time, the wrong tense. There's two wases, and there's one lived. The Jews didn't just live in the shelters in the past. We still do, right? Amen? Yeah. This note is missing the continuing and ongoing covenant and presence of God with Israel, the Jewish people. You know, ESV Study Bible wherever you are, we Jews, we're still doing these things because God is faithful. So perhaps I will write to the friendly people who did the ESV Bible if I have time next week, but uh, let's move on, shall we? So anyways, we also notice that um, because the people will, will, will be there for the pilgrimage, Yeshua's brothers tell him that this would be great publicity, right? Everyone's going to be there because that's they go up to Jerusalem three times a year, and one of them is Sukkot. So it's like they're his ancient publicists, right? They're saying, um, Yeshua, look, uh, you got to go where the crowds are, man. No more, more like little miracles in podunk towns, okay? I'm talking Jerusalem during Sukkot, okay? Hear me out. Everyone and his mother is going to be there, okay? I'm thinking flash mob. We could post on, on social media, right? Like um, face tablet or uh, Instalam. Insta, insta, no, okay. What do you say, champ? See, there, there is publicists, okay? And uh, it's because they don't understand God's timing. God's ways. Keith Green was a worship leader, and he was completely sold out for Yeshua. And people would come to his concerts. He was a piano player, and uh, they would get healed. He was a remarkable, remarkable guy. But it wasn't always that way. Before he found faith in Yeshua, he was uh, a secular musician. 
He was very talented, of course, but he kept missing his big break. And he kept wondering, like, when is this going to happen for me? And he almost became famous several times as a young man before he surrendered his life to the Lord. And then he would, he would get very frustrated waiting for his big break. But only by looking back later did he see God's hand of protection on his life and the, the, the path that the Lord had for him because it was God's, God's timing. God's timing, we can also think of it as provision, right? He provides for us at the right time. There was one time I was praying about something that uh, our family needed, me and my wife, and, uh, and uh, you know, we were waiting and waiting for it, and we were praying. We sensed this was God's will, and it wasn't happening. And I sought some advice from, uh, from one of my mentors, and uh, he told me about a new spiritual gift. He said, have you ever heard of, the, of this gift? It's called the gift of hanging in there. And I thought, that's really good. That's really good. The gift of hanging in there. See, God's timing is not always our timing, okay? It requires patience and trust and, and hanging in there. You got it. So we don't always get what we want when we want it, right? But life's not really about that. Yeshua knows it's not yet time to go to the festival of Sukkot. He does go later, but it's not yet the right time. God has a different timetable and different priorities than we do. The word in Greek for when Yeshua is talking about his time, uh, the word that the gospeler uses is, uh, does anyone know, by the way? I have a guess in Greek. Any Greek scholars here? Uh, no, it's uh, kairos, right? And kairos, that was a good guess, though. Kairos means more than time in the Greek. It means appointed time, a divine Appointment. This is the word that Yeshua uses when he says, my time has not yet come. Okay? When this word appears in the Greek Tanakh, also called the Septuagint, um, that's the, the Hebrew scriptures that have been, were translated into Greek, um, it translates the word kairos, um, the word that it's, tra- sorry, <clears throat> the word that is translated into kairos is the Hebrew word moed as in Moedim. Have you heard this word before? Okay. Moed. That's right. You will arise, have mercy on Zion, be gracious to her, for the appointed time, the Moed, has arrived. Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, is a Moed. It's an appointed time in the scriptures. When the scriptures describe uh, these are the appointed times, these are the festivals that you are to do, right? That's the word, Moedim, right? So Sukkot is one of those times, all right? Also, another appointed time, very important, is Shabbat is an appointed time. It's mentioned a little bit later in the same chapter of John. So this is a recurring theme, right? All, all of Yeshua's life, his whole, everything that he did, right? His entire ministry, every word that he said was a moed. It was a divinely appointed time. In the fullness of time, he was born, right? In the fullness of time, he taught. 
right? Everything that he did, nothing was out of place or at the wrong time in anything that he did. And we also, we have these Moedim, we have these Kairos moments as well, don't we? Yes? Do we affirm that? Yeah, right? Some people call them coincidences or happenstance or serendipity, but we understand it as providence, okay? The timing and the circumstance just lines up as if orchestrated by a conductor, and we just have to walk into it. But I think there's something else that Yeshua means by my time has not yet come. When does that that ultimate time, that moed, arrive for Yeshua? What is the, the culmination of Yeshua's time? Remember, they were seeking to kill him in Judea. So perhaps that would be his time. So he's like, my time hasn't come for that, right? So maybe it's when he finishes his earthly ministry. Remember, his mother asked him to do something about the lack of wine at uh, the wedding in John 2. He says something very similar. He says, my time has not yet come. We look ahead to the same chapter. This is chapter 7, verse 30. He's at the festival of Sukkot. He goes a little bit later, and John writes this. At this, they tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him because why? His time had not yet come. So perhaps his timing has to do with his arrest, right? And hence his execution. When Yeshua enters Jerusalem for the last time, and this is just before another moed, this is the appointed time of Passover, okay, Pesach. And uh, just before the Last Supper, which is a, a Passover meal, he announces this in John 12, verse 23. Yeshua gave them this answer. What does he say? The time has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. In other words, chapter 12 of John is the beginning of something. It's really the beginning of the end. If you've ever read through John, you notice that in chapter 12, it's moving toward the last week of Yeshua's life and his ministry. In other words, the apex of Yeshua's appointed time points toward his death, his death on the tree for our sins and his resurrection for our hope. So my question is, what is our moed, our kairos, our appointed time? Well, we, we remember our verse for this year, right? What is it? Yeshua said in John 10, 27. You're not saying it with me. I'll start over. Okay. Yeshua said in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Right. Good. So if we're following after Messiah, that means we, we trust in God's timing also, just like the Messiah did, that we we don't regard fame and fortune just like Yeshua didn't regard them. And that we put love and justice first and that we die to our sin nature. Remember, in a sense, we die with him that we might be raised in glory 
with Messiah, right? Not literally as he did, but in a sense we do it with him, right? So I have a song I'd like us to sing together to close. And uh, the reason I picked it is because it, I, I felt like it had the theme of this message, but also in the verses uh, of the song, it had some, some examples that we've been reading through, okay? So right now in the Torah portion, what did we just read about? The Exodus, right? We came out of Egypt, right? At the right time, we came out of the slavery, and we received God's Torah, okay? And uh, we spent a few years suffering, right? But at the fullness of time, God raised up Moses, and he brought us out at the right time. Remember we read about uh, the fish and the loaves in John 6 a while back? Yeah? And the timing of that, because the timing of that is provision, right? And the thing is, beloved, he's still rescuing us at the right time, still providing for us at the right time, because he's an on-time God. So I'm going to need a little help from you, uh, the congregation. So I want you to turn to somebody next to you. I want you to tell them he's an on-time God. And then I want you to say, yes, he is. Now turn to somebody else and say, he may not come when you want him. But he'll be there right on time. All right. So uh, the reason I had you do that is because that is the chorus of this song. So, um, you know, and if you're getting tired of sitting, you know, and you want to stand up um, um, and clap along and sing along, I'm, uh, I'm perfectly okay with that. He's an on-time God, yes he is. Oh, he's an on-time God, yes he is. Job said, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. I tell you, he's an on-time God, yes he is. Well, you can ask the children of Israel Trapped at the Red Sea By that mean old Pharaoh And his uh, army They had water all around them And a Pharaoh on the track But from out of God stepped right in and put a highway just like that. Let me tell you, he's an on-time God. Oh, yes, he is. Tell somebody next to you, yeah, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Oh, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. An on-time God, yes he is. Here we go. Uh, you can ask the five thousand hungry souls he fed. 
on the banks of the river with two fishes, five loaves of bread. What a miracle! Oh, he performed for the multitude. And what he did way back then, he'll do today for me and you. Let me tell you, he's an on time God. Yes, he is. Oh, he's an on time God. Job said, now he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. He's an on-time God. Oh, he's an on-time God. Oh, he's an on-time God. Yes, he I think uh, I think we should take this show on the road. You guys sound pretty good. I think we could uh, we could start a choir. All right. Um, please uh, rise as you're able for the ironic blessing and the kiddush.